This is Reconversations. Welcome to this special series of the Crexy Podcast, an insider's look at all things commercial real estate, powered by NNN Pro Group, the market leading investment sales and advisory team. In this exclusive miniseries, Crexy visited ICSC Recon live in Las Vegas from the floor of the convention center at the NNN Pro Group's booth to sit down with movers and shakers in all things commercial real estate. Our mission, investigate trends, educate listeners, and uncover ground-level insights into the latest industry news. With Reconversations, the Crexy Podcast hopes to provide next-level access into the inner workings of commercial real estate for this generation and the next. Welcome and thank you all for joining us for this special edition of the Crexy Podcast. I'm your host, Giannis Papadakis. Now, today we are thrilled to sit down with Mike Beardsley, Senior Project Manager and Principal at BL Companies. A little bit about our guest. Mike has 24 years of experience in the environmental consulting industry and serves currently as Senior Project Manager and Principal at BL Companies, a 100% employee-owned architecture, engineering, environmental, and land survey firm providing services throughout the United States. Mike is a group manager and oversees a variety of environmental due diligence, remediation, and natural resource projects for public and private sectors. A large focus for Mike's group is performing due diligence assessments for real estate investment trusts, buying and selling properties across the United States. These services include phase one and phase two environmental site assessments, underground storage tank closures, and environmental remediation services. BL Companies has earned respect and repeat business from many REITs for their ability to find creative and cost-effective solutions for navigating potential environmental issues. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Happy to be here. So tell us about where you're from and how you got into this space. So I'm from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and I started in the environmental consulting industry in 1999 when I got out of college. And I worked for about seven years for a couple of different companies that did just like environmental cleanup work. So old contaminated sites that had lots of contamination just worked on long-term projects, helping them clean up those, those properties. And then in 2006, I came to my current company, BL Companies. And um, BL Companies does all of that remediation work as well, but they also do a lot of due diligence work revolved around commercial real estate transactions. So that's really when my, I had my first... Uh, interaction with doing like commercial real estate transactions and all the due diligence work that goes with it. So, and, and at that time we had a, uh, a client that was a retail pharmacy chain and they were expanding all across the country, looking at new stores and developing new stores. So we were out seeing new sites for them, doing all the environmental due diligence. We, we also have an engineering group that was doing all the engineering work, property condition assessments, asbestos abatement, all sorts of stuff. I, and, um, and then they also got into sale leaseback programs. So like it was just like in 2006, it was like a turning point for me where I really started to understand the commercial real estate business and, and how those transactions worked. Did you have any mentors along the way that kind of helped shape and form your career path? Yeah, I did. Um, I think about one in particular at a, at a company I was at, he kind of recognized that I, um, there's a lot of people in my industry that are very technical. They sit behind a desk and they kind of do all the technical stuff. And he recognized very early on in my career that I was looking for something more than just the technical aspect of this. And I was really interested in the business side, going out meeting clients and all that. So he kind of took me under his wing and took me to client meetings, took me to regulatory meetings, 
and, and took time to show me the business aspect of what we're doing. And then, and that was like back when I was doing the kind of the more remediation work. And then when I came to BL companies, BL was really big on leadership and providing tons of leadership training, which, you know, ties into business development, ties into people management, all that stuff. So I have a, a, a leadership coach at BL and, um, and, and I just have other mentors that just kind of help us out, help me out. So it's been, it's been good. Were there some early lessons that became invaluable going forward for you? Yeah, I think that um, it's it's really getting to understand when you're doing the type of work that I do, environmental consulting, it's really understanding what the client's perspectives are. And especially, it's it's very important with commercial real estate transactions. You have a buyer, you have a seller, you have maybe there's a different lender or something like that. And you have all these parties that have all different interests. And you need to make sure that you understand what 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 they're bringing to the table and tailor your work accordingly. And there's, you know, there's there's different ways to do things. And um, it's just a matter of making sure you understand that's that's if you kind of reach a point in your career where you, you that's the next step where you really need to understand what's going on with these deals and make sure you're advising your clients holistically and understanding that. Do you have any we'll call them favorite mistakes or moments that course corrected you onto your current path that at the time you didn't recognize as opportunities? Um, yeah, and it kind of ties into understanding our clients. I think that just taking the time to listen and really listen with the intent to learn what's going on. And I, I see a lot of young people in their career, they, they start to develop, especially in, in the type of work that I do, they, they understand what they're doing, they, they're, they're technically savvy, but they just kind of get tunnel vision. It's like, this is the way we need to do it. And I see people that have, you know, that are farther along in their career that do the same thing. But it's, it's really taking time to listen to what your clients, I, I'm kind of going back to the last question, but taking time to listen to your clients and understand what their perspectives are and, and learning from that. And each deal is different and each deal has a different, you know, that we have to tailor our work a little differently to support those commercial real estate, real estate transactions. So getting into, you know, retail specific, um, you know, the reason that everybody's here, um, you're seriously involved with environmental service. Can you share more about what you're seeing in terms of the environmental impact of retail commercial real estate, uh, either with net lease properties or other sectors? Sure. Um, I think that we're starting to see that people are becoming more comfortable with the idea of environmental impacts on their properties. In other words, um, we're seeing folks that, that don't necessarily run away from a, from a transaction because there's a potential environmental issue. And an example might be that, you know, someone's buying a, a corner restaurant lot or something, and there was a phase one environmental site assessment that was done, and they found that it was an old gas station and maybe there were some tanks that had leaked or maybe potentially leaked. And it seems like years and you know, years ago, people, that'd be a deal killer. We're taking that one off the list. We're not, we're not moving forward with that. Well, you know, with a little bit of extra, uh, a little bit of extra work, some soil sampling, maybe some groundwater sampling, you can kind of get to understand, is there really an issue here? And does it really need to be a deal killer? So I think we're seeing people that are getting more comfortable with the risk mm -hmm. around that. And it really comes down to Right. And what are the most important things you see from an environmental oriented perspective um, that potential net lease investors need to consider? You know, what are the most high value moves that owners can make, um, you know, to make properties more environmentally friendly? So um, there's lots of sustainability stuff out there that, you know, with with, um, you know, different light bulbs and green technology and all of that stuff. I think that's all important. Mm -hmm. But, you know, kind of the world that I work in it's it's really revolved around 
um, potential for environmental contamination and, and impacts to a property from like natural habitats and things like that. So I think that um, on that side, it's important for clients to understand that just because you have, it's, this kind of ties back to the last question, but just because you have uh, an environmental issue doesn't mean it's a deal killer. And there's lots of ways to get through that. Um, and I just think that we're starting to see people get more comfortable with that. And we're, we're, uh, there's a lot of states that allow people to leave contamination in the ground at certain levels. And as long as it's not impacting anybody or anything. So in other words, like there's contamination in the ground, but you have, like say you have an asphalt cap over it, that's your parking lot. And no one's coming in contact with the contaminated soil from that old gas station or um, you have uh, a restriction on the use of groundwater, no one's drinking contaminated groundwater, and most commercial properties these days are connected to private water or public water. So it, they're really non-issues from a business standpoint. So I think that's the kind of thing where people just, we're, we're starting to see clients become more savvy around that. And I think that you know, if they could just get past the, the scariness of, oh, I have an environmental issue and like there's no way out of it. Because you know, I see people do very complex transactions all the time that have, you know, complex lease negotiations or complex all sorts of stuff. And it's just, this is just one more complex, one more complexity that you got to have the right people to kind of help navigate that. Could you provide some examples of potential environmental issues on CRE properties, some examples of solutions to deal with those? Sure. I mentioned underground storage tanks with old gas stations. I think that's probably the most common one that we see mm -hmm. in these types of transactions. Another one would be um, dry cleaners. Mm -hmm. So um, dry cleaners use solvents in their dry cleaning process. And, you know, back in the day, like the pre, really the pre 80s, that was very highly unregulated. So it was common practice to dump all your solvents down the floor drain that kind of just went out to nowhere or dump your chemicals out back. And that was that was really common practice. Uh, and then any other industry, manufacturing, electroplating, any industry that used hazardous substances, things like that would mm -hmm. be kind of red flags from an environmental standpoint. So I got a couple of rapid fire questions for you. Uh, if you were given $50 million today and had to invest it immediately, uh, what would be your go-to asset type and location and why? Uh, well, I would say car washes and it's because they're popping up all over the place and people love to spend money on car washes and, and I mean, geez, and they love to get monthly memberships to wash their cars. Yeah. Uh, favorite tool or software that you use on the job? Uh, cell phone and just any app that goes on it. And just, I mean, I started when there was no cell phones and I had a pager yeah. and I thought I was you know, cool because I had a pager on my belt. But I mean, just the, the cell phone and the smartphones have come so such a long way. And just, there's so many apps in my business that are just right on our phones. Invaluable tool for you. Invaluable. Um, what's a highlight transaction that you've worked on with the NNN Pro Group recently? Well, we've worked on a ton of them and we've worked with that group for a long time. Um, and we work with, we've worked on large projects, large portfolios, smaller portfolios with them. And they've, um, one thing about the NNN Pro Group is they really do a nice job of bringing everybody to the table at the forefront, including folks like myself on the environmental and getting everybody on the same page um, right at the beginning of a deal and, and moving through with that. So I'm not sure I have like a specific example, but we just do so much work with them and they refer us to so many, so many different projects and clients of theirs. So it's just been a great, great relationship over the years. And then uh, what's the most common misconception about your job or industry? Everybody thinks I'm a tree hugger. <laughs> so, <laughs> You're not? No, not at all. So in, in all honesty, like, you know, I do care about environmental stewardship and, you know, doing the right thing and all that. But we're getting paid to help our clients reach those levels of stewardship that are that are helping them get their end goals 
done too. Like they, you know, when they want to buy and sell properties and develop properties, and we're helping them do that in a way that's like the, I like to say it's like we're helping them get through that with the least pain pro possible. But by doing that, we're also helping them become good stewards of the environment. So we find we've tried to find very efficient ways and um, to handle that. As we wrap up, any parting words you want to share with our audience? No, but this has been this has been a great experience. Well, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your insights. Um, where can people find you online if they want to get in touch? Email, website, social media. Yeah, I mean, LinkedIn would be a great great spot. Michael Beardsley at BL Companies. I mean, if you just search that, if you search uh, www.blcompanies, that'll come up. And then my email is mbeardsley at blcompanies.com. Thanks to everyone who tuned in to today's Reconversations, powered by NNN Pro Group. A special shout out and thanks to our friends at the NNN Pro Group for hosting us at their booth this week at ICSC. As mentioned earlier, NNN Pro Group is the market leading net lease investment sales and advisory team in the country. To learn more, you can visit their website at nnnpro.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure not to miss the next one. Subscribe to the Crexy Podcast on your favorite podcast app or check out our YouTube channel at www.youtube.com forward slash Crexy for video recordings of each episode. Goodbye, stay well, we'll see you next time.